Hello, I'm Trent Miller. And I'm Steven Strada. And this is the, the Hypocritic Podcast. Yes. We're just a couple friends that love movies and just want to throw a little comedy on it. I've known Steven for a very, very long time. We're very good long buddies. Time. You know, and uh, we just wanted to do this to host each episode, our different pick for our different movie. Yeah, each week is going to be different, and you know we're going to be spoiling these movies. Obviously, obviously gonna be, we're going to be spoiling. We're going to be talking movies. about the movie, so um, spoiler alerts coming for whatever movie we discuss. And you know this week is Trent. I think it's going to be you, Stephen. Uh, I think you'll like this one. It's Anchorman. Anchorman with Will Ferrell. <laughs> How now, brown cow? How now, brown? Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> Let's get our <laughs> before the show. The Human Torch is denied a bank loan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Steven, tell me, how's it going? It's going good, man. It's a beautiful day. It Look, is a beautiful it's day. It's a beautiful Sunday. It's, it's a, getting cold outside, but man, it looks great. We're looking right now. At a bunch of trees. At a bunch of trees. Different all colors. colors. It's beautiful. You like that? I do. We changed our <clears throat> mic setup here so we can actually be a little more comfortable. Yeah. And I think sound a lot better for you guys. Absolutely. And for us because we're super, super particular about that. And not only that, we're comfortable right now. We are comfortable. And we're looking at it. We have a view now. It's beautiful. You know, we've been, we've been, we've been arranging our setup in the last three episodes. This is our third episode. And we got it right. I think we got it right. I think this is what our setup is going to be for a little bit. And yeah. I think it's going to slowly get better. Stats and facts about Anchorman. Stats and facts. So many things about this movie, Stephen. Um, yes. So to start with, Rotten Tomatoes, we usually start with Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Gave it a 66%. Hmm, a little harsh. You think? I think it was better than that. But I do... <clears throat> I think, like I said, Will Ferrell... I like his other movies so much, and I feel like this uh-huh. is one of the uh, like lower movies in, oh. his, in his arsenal. Oh, you! I can't believe you just said. I that. know, and I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm wow, not a you real come critic. In so hot with I'm this. I'm a hypocritic, but yeah, I still love the movie. Like I said, I've seen it a, a lot of times. Wow, I've seen this movie so many times, and I just watched it last night. It's still funny to me. I still laugh at it every single time, and I still forget so many different jokes in that movie. But I think that like Step Brothers and um, even that movie he did recently, The House. I haven't seen that. That's such a funny movie. He makes a little casino in his base, this uh, guy's basement. I'll have to see that. To make money for his daughter's tuition. It's so funny. But you, but Anchorman's on a different level. Yeah, it is. But it's, it's just, on a um, different level. Of, it is. It, it's become its own yeah. like, character yeah. in pop culture. Yeah. You know he did a roast of Justin Bieber? Did he? Ron Burgundy did a, ro- a roast at Justin Bieber's. Check it out on YouTube sometime. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe that. That's cool. So Rotten Tomatoes gave it 66%. The audience of Rotten Tomatoes, because you know how it's a little different, uh-huh. gave it an 86% Ooh. within Rotten Tomatoes. But yeah, that's the audience, the audience score. seems to give it a bigger score. I, I see. And I also wanted to bring up this tidbit. Uh, IMDB, do you know what that stands for? I do not. The Internet Movie Database. Okay. okay, you got that? So 7.2 out of 10, that's what the Internet Movie Database gave Anchorman, okay. which I thought was kind of like, I didn't okay. know that before. It was released in 2004. It was a while ago. Not too long. It, it was a little while ago. It's a pure comedy. 
Yeah. You, you know that, obviously. Yeah. It's PG-13, hour, 44 minutes, mm-hmm. perfect. I like that, personally. And um, it was produced by DreamWorks. And what's this one? Apato Productions. Do you know Judd Apato? No. He's the director. You don't know him? No. He does a bunch of famous uh, comedies. I didn't know him really either, though, but I've gotten to know him through this whole research thing, and he's yeah. pretty, he's a pretty cool guy. I'll like go into him in more detail later. Um, the box office sales were $90 million. So I read more, a little more about box office. You're all on the box office. Because I'm trying to get the numbers. So there's a lot, a lot of the numbers depict worldwide, okay. the worldwide number in theaters total. Right. So how much it made worldwide in theaters, how much it made, which I think for Independence Day, that's was what it was. It said, um, worldwide. Worldwide, it made eight hundred seventeen million. I think yes, it was. that's what it was, and it was the highest in a time, highest in a time before like one movie. I think it was the second highest. Exactly. I was that's... reading a little bit because I was jumping around to these different movies because I feel like we don't get all the information in some of this. It's probably a little bit like our data's are coming from different sources, yeah. and it's probably like the box office sales in general. Mm-hmm. We, we kind of need to get it more standardized as we go, but I think this box office sales is probably on the same metric as the Independence Day one was, and probably Lords of Dark, Dogtown. No, I know, and I couldn't find anything on Lords of Dogtown because I was trying to see if that did better worldwide, but I couldn't find that information. I realized it when I was researching another movie that it was like... That's part of it. It said this movie did this much opening weekend, but this much worldwide. Uh-huh. And that was the number that was depicted in the The stats. worldwide. The yes. worldwide theater. So Which I makes suppose sense. that I mean, that is what's going still, on But think the about these dollar amounts. We're talking $90 million. We're talking $817 million. And think about how – I also look at how much was invested. Do you ever see that, how much was invested in the movie? No. The or, budget? The budget. I see that, yeah. The budget. So I like that because – then you see how much it made in comparison. Uh-huh. Because Independence Day, um, it made a lot of money, but it also had a big budget. That's like, probably true. I think it was like $80 million or something like That's that. That's probably true. It was a huge budget versus you see some of these other movies, lower budgets, you know. But they had a lot of actors. Especially in this movie, there's so many high-ranking actors. Oh, I know. And they, a lot of had super small roles. But I think it's because they all, there's like a little, like, I don't even know what you call it. Those com- comedians ha- are in their circles. When they work together, I and think they, work they, like, together, and they, they like, like each other. They're like, I can see this guy perfectly in his role. Yeah. He'll do it for this amount. Let's they're see if we can get him in it, here. They're not even doing it for the money. They're doing it for the comedy, which is the best I type know. of comedy. Especially when, like, just little scenes like when Ben Stiller and uh, Vince Vaughn come oh in. Oh, my gosh, all, man. That's so funny. It's like, what the hell is this? Where did that come yeah, from? I, I remember a long time ago when I saw it, I'm like, man... I love all these actors so much, and I feel like mm-hmm. they're all lead role actors, yes. and they're all just doing these little roles, yes. and it makes it that much I agree. funnier. No, it does. Seriously. It makes it. It makes every character you laugh at every character because you just know that character is. When they come out, Ben Stiller's character is so funny. Ben Stiller's character. Man. And, and even like um, Steve Carell, there was a uh, oh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, and Seth there's just random people that yeah. are just you know. Uh-huh. That you are know, in it. Lead in actors. Huge that are just lead like actors. Little, little and then they came in, roles. They all came together for like Will Ferrell in this I comedy. Know. It's so perfect. That's why it's so funny to It's me. kind of like this is the end with all those uh that Famous group of actors. that group of comedians, you yeah. know? Because Seth Rogen is in that group also, and he sort of did the same thing. Makes you think maybe it was inspired because I know that um Will Ferrell helped write it along with the with the director. 
Will Ferrell did help write it for sure. Yeah, because um, he did. Uh, yeah, he had like you know writing, and he definitely ad libbed like so and much. I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are, were on the writing. That's how I feel too. about Will Ferrell. He he can. He probably led it, and he probably like had a room of I think comedians he, that I were think... also in the film, like playing roles. And I feel like that's how you. I mean, obviously you have these funny comedians, but those are a lot of those guys are writers, and then they just act because. They're just funny. I think Will Ferrell is the greatest at just shouting out random things and then like hitting. And then like the character going, it it just feels like that character is an actual person that exists. Yeah, he just gets in that character. It's amazing. Yeah. But to go back to what we were saying about box office, I feel like Will Ferrell or uh, someone like Will Smith probably takes a lot of money out of like a production. He doesn't have a bunch of lead characters coming in with him in Independence Day. I mean, you got like that. But uh, at the time, we don't really know at the time. And that's the thing is I was also realizing, I think that when we do movies that are in the past that we haven't seen, we might not expect as much or like it as much as we would see in a modern day movie. Or if we had seen it back then, hmm. I feel like it would put us in a different perspective of it. But there could have been a lot of bigger name actors and actresses that we didn't really know about. True. Because we just don't, you know, we I've never really that... seen anyone from there that modern day. But Except then again, Jeff I only... Goldblum. Yeah. You knew Jeff Goldblum before, right? Yeah. Is he, is he in the new Jurassic Park now? I think he is, yeah. Like a smaller role, I think I saw him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep going with yeah. this. So, you can watch it for two ninety nine. You can rent it for two ninety nine. Thank God. I know. Thank like God. Modern 2019. Thank God. It's, just, it's so affordable. We don't even have to go to like so Blockbuster. It's, you remember Blockbuster? Yeah, but still, no, it's not. I wouldn't. I don't like to pay. The setting <laughs> the 1970s in San Diego. Talk about a time in history. Yeah. I mean, would you go back if... I don't know if you would. No, it's fine. Would you be interested in 1970 San Diego just to like go back for a second? I think this movie made it seem a lot different than it probably was. You know how different you'd be if you grew up in... I think if I went to California, though, I probably wouldn't go to San Diego. Oh, yeah? But I think um, it would be... uh, I do love what it is, like 70 San Diego. Uh That's hilarious. The whole... And all the guys, and it was so sexist. I mean, against, I know. against the women, and then they, I, she still breaks through, anyways. But they're just openly just sexist about it. I know, and that that gets into something that I wanted to talk about with Christina Applegate, the actress that was next to Ron Burgundy. Yeah, she's like amazing, actually. And she go and she did this movie, which I thought was interesting, which is like kind of like a little sexist. No, I know. It's funny, but, but it's she very, also is the woman that breaks that barrier. And she breaks it. And that's and, the whole point of the movie is breaking that sexist exactly. barrier. She's coming in. It's an exactly. all-men's thing, and they're all super immature and ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. And she's so like the mature immature. one that's like, all right, like right, I'm cute. I've been working to get my ass here. Yes. Like, get and, your head together. And we'll talk about her later. But before that, we have a couple more sections. I wanted to talk about the, the music real quick, Stephen, because okay. I know – Last time you wanted to bring up the music, it was a little different than this. This. Do we want to make this a session? No, not an entirely. I think we session. should. No, I think we should, and then sometimes just not include it, and sometimes not include the section. Yeah. Well, we can make it a section if you want. Yeah, we might make it a section. But I'm, I'm. Should we just stop? No, no. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about how my favorite. I think. 
I think my favorite song that they had was a song called Use Me by Bill Withers. Do you know that song? No. But maybe if I heard it. You would if you heard it. I was going to do it at karaoke in South Carolina this past year. Oh. But the, the bar closed down. And I didn't get a chance. I wrote my name on Damn, the, the sign-in sheet and everything. I would not be confident enough to do karaoke. You wouldn't? No. At like a bar? I just don't like... I like recording music and stuff, but I don't like being in front of people it, singing. I was kind of forced... Uh, my hand was kind of twisted a little bit, but I was going to do it because I was drunk enough. Yeah. And I think that's... Yeah, what you do. <laughs> if I you get up there, I feel like I would be pretty sauced if I was like, yeah, all right, let me get Let's up just then. do this. Because, you know, I was in South Carolina. Because what's that one... What's that one bar in Atlanta that downstairs is the, uh, isn't it like live band karaoke kind of thing? Yes, it's Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah, you do. It's a live band behind you. I know, I like that. You should check that out. It's like, crazy. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I could do that. That I, that'd be. But that's fun. kind of like a cool looking karaoke. Dude, that'd be really fun, actually. Probably. Yeah. So let's go into also how "Help Yourself" by Tom Jones is the Pleasure Town song. See, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be so hard for me unless I hear these. Steve, you don't remember Pleasure Town? How does it go? No, Pleasure Town is where Will Ferrell and Christina Applegate went when they were having like sex. You don't remember that with the rainbow? Oh, they were on a unicorn. They went to Pleasure Town, and oh, I didn't realize that was what it was called. That's the song that was playing during that scene. Pleasure Town. Pleasure Town. See, I don't know what the song is. Well, you should check it out because it's a good song. Check it. Give me a little rendition. Just oh, I no, not right here. (laughs) <laughs> some He's other a great singer. Some other good, he could, he could nail no, some other good ones are "Sunshine" and "Cherry Cherry" by Neil Diamond. You should check those out sometime. In if you don't remember, and them. these are your favorites. These are my favorites, and there's yeah. like there's like 15. Songs no, there's here. a lot of songs. Yeah, you know, one of my favorites that's on here is the flute playing at the bar. Yeah, I love that, but um. Was that written for the movie? That had to have been written for the movie. It was written for the movie. That is one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. There's a lot of favorite scenes I have, but that scene is hilarious. like so funny. He just he's like so trying to be modest, but he pops it up. He pops, pops it, it up. Oh, I got it here, dude. Let me hop out of here. <laughs> and then he gets on stage and he absolutely lights it on fire. Just walk that baseline. Oh, keep it up. Yes. <laughs> just just keep it up. Little with uh, ham and eggs, ham and eggs going at it. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's funny because the music is so good, and the flute player yeah. is so that flute player is um, inspired by Jethro Tull, which is a band from like the seventies or yeah, around the seventies. Really, and that flute player is like jazz. That's not jazz. That, that was um, that was Will Fer- Ferrell's like influence and inspire inspiration to go into that character. Because I, they weren't a jazz band, but this they had this flute player that was just like ridiculous in it, and they, he was trying to mimic the sound of that jazz flute that like and like going into just crazy lines and crazy uh, licks. This flute player was incredible. How he really? was, and then he, it was so funny because Will Ferrell started getting on the other tables and like that's the only thing I can maybe smashing the winter glasses. He's he's like playing for a guy in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I know. I feel I feel like it was crazy, but as soon as he starts, it just sounds so good. Do you yeah. know who wrote it? Who actually wrote the music? Uh, I actually do. If you could just give me one second, I have because that's I really like. Um, oh, okay. So it's style of Ian Anderson, lead singer and flutist of Jethro Tull. However, it was played by Katis 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 Buckingham, a LA based 
studio musician. Yeah, that was good. He uh, he did a really good job with that. I don't know if he he wrote that or whatever, but that it it sounds so cool. It's you know. Also, at the end of the song, he says he screams Aqualung. You remember that? Yeah. What is that reference to? So that's a song by Jethro Tull. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I yeah. didn't realize that. So, yeah, they just did a bunch of weird things in, in the middle of it. And, you know, also, I'm going to find my baby, going to hold her tight, going to grab some afternoon delight. Mama would say what is right is right. And I'm sitting in the middle of a cold dark night. When... <laughs> The light of day. And I don't know the words. Something anyway. We should have looked at the sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. <laughs> Afternoon delight. I love that song. Me too. What do you think of it? I love it. I love that. It's so funny. When they just bust into that acapella, it's perfect. I love it, and they're all and, they're, and they all do a really good job. I think um, they do. You know, they recorded that. No, before, I, oh, like, did they before? Before? Oh, I, I actually, thought, you know, they might have done it in the middle of the scene. It's hard I to tell. I think they might have done it. I think they might live um, with a mic in the middle of the floor. I don't know how they did it, but uh, it was really good. I feel like it looked very natural. Like was, everything was done very naturally. It was their it. voices, too. Yeah, but they, you're probably right. They might have recorded it. Um, In the room with a mic on the ground is what I think is, is what they did. But maybe. with that, let's go to five for five. Five for five. Five for five, my favorite now, section. Steven, do you have what it takes? I do. This week, I'm getting everyone right. No, probably not. But I think that I might win this week. Let's put it this way. And just so everybody knows, the five for five, you win if you get four out of five right. Exactly. Well, I think we've explained that in the past, but Trent and I, we try to get four out of five right, then we win. We get five dollars. Five dollars. You know what five dollars will do? Try get, you get some stuff. Go with out that. to get a little Starbucks. You can get you know? a Starbucks with that for sure. Okay, so one cup let, of coffee for five dollars. Let's let me put it like this: Will Ferrell graduated from college with a degree in journalism. True or false? Hmm. True. Yeah, that's true. Isn't that weird? He anchored. The, he actually anchored the local news a few times before breaking into comedy. Really? So, so he was set for that role. He's he like, was, listen, guys, I've he was like, been to school for this and fine. He was sitting on that role for a long time. That's good. I like that. Yeah, I think that. Um, I doubt that it had anything to uh, help him with, but journalism. You're trying to stump me with that question immediately. Journalism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So second question. You Kay. got the first one right. First one right. One in the bag. One out of four out of my five. What kind of animal can Ron Burgundy make purr using just his soothing voice? A, a wolverine, or B, a mountain lion? I would say B, mountain lion. Ooh, this one was tricky. You got it wrong. Damn. (laughs) A wolverine. Because you wouldn't think a wolverine would purr, but 
Ron Burgundy can make a Wolverine purr. Oh, interesting. The narrator gives the audience this information while Ron is getting ready to go on air. Yeah. Number three. Question number three. Damn, I got one. So I got to get the rest of these right. Yeah. We'll see if you do that. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I got this. What is the order in which the Channel 4 news team hits on Veronica Corningstone? A. Ron Brick Brian Champ or B. Champ Brian Brick Ron. You're talking about the order that it goes into. In uh, which they hit on her. What was the first? uh, What were the options? Ron Brick Brian Champ. Champ Brian Brick Ron. Um, A. Damn, really? Yeah, so Champ receives a blow to the groin. You remember that? He gets hit in the balls. On uh, air? Because he was sexist. It wasn't on air. He just like walked up to her and tried to hit on her real quick. Brian has to have his cologne hosed off of him because he gets like... Wait, I thought this question was um, on air. Which which order do they go on? No, no. It's the order in which the team hits on Veronica Corningstone. Oh, I was confused. I thought you meant... Um, the times they go on air? The times they I talk on air. I thought when you started, yeah, on air. That's why I knew Ron was going to be in the beginning because I'm like, Ron always starts that off. Do you remember when Brian got his uh, cologne like hosed off of him? And he yeah, had he, that, had that he had that cologne. So they, yeah, he, they hit on her. So yeah, he was the last one to hit on how her. How hilarious now. was that? Yeah. No, he wasn't the last one. And then after that, Brick is politely dismissed. He was like, you want to go to the party in my pants? Oh, yeah. And she was like, no. So, And then Ron actually scored a fucking date. He actually got a, on a date with no, her I know, that's and went funny. to the yeah. went to the jazz. Especially, flute. but did, no, he he um hits on her at the party. Oh yeah, he hits on her at the party. That's first. But, ooh, that is first. Steven just got that question right. Yeah, but this is uh, no, nope, that's right. <laughs> this is a unfortunately sometimes the questions you know were intended for a certain but... way of answering, and you had to be in the test person. Mine who I made the question. I think that I was right there because given he does the answers, go up to her given the answers, given the answers, the best choice below, is B. Now, question number four. Will Farrell has played clarinet since elementary school. True or false? True. Ooh, it's false. Damn, I knew Ooh, so he actually played the flute since uh, since elementary school. Really? Yeah, not the clarinet. Uh, it's tricky though you would have thought that was tricky flute. does he consistently play it though i don't think so i don't you know i, I wish i knew him like, better i played violin for a little bit but i don't still <laughs> i yeah i uh, complete this quote question number five by ron burgundy okay i'm very important i have many leather-bound books and my apartment smells of a expensive liquor b Rich mahogany, or C, fresh sex. Uh, B. Correct. Thank you. Nice. Fresh sex. All right, <laughs> 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 uh, good job. You got you got two out of five. Two out of five. Still losing this. So Ooh, I, think we'll just, I, think, I think we got to talk about this because. We, I know you wanted to bring in the stats. So I'm keeping up with it. Yeah. So what if those? you got two out of five this show, that would mean that you've gotten five out of ten for the course of our doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm still at three out of five. So 
the jury's still out for the next episode. How next I episode. do? We're not going to tell you what it is, but I'm sure you know because I'm you sure can you'll, see. I'm sure you'll probably you make, can see a lot of episodes by this point. I'm sure you'll probably make the uh, the test pretty hard for me after this past. I think around. I'm. Yeah, I do want it to be the sort of things you can get, but then it's like some questions. It's like, man, you can really see that you're trying to stump me, and then you, and then there's other questions. Like that last question. You knew the last question. But I thought you were trying to stump me. Oh, I was. I'm always trying so to stump I, you. A but little you bit. were. That was a stump in itself by you not trying to stump me. Mm, I see. So. So okay, we'll we'll keep get, yeah. getting this better, more refined, and whatnot. Director in the cast. Director in the cast. Let's get into it. Director in the cast. Director in the cast. You know, Stephen, I I misspoke earlier a little bit. I said. Judd Apatow uh, directed it. I did think he, he that was wrong. It. He produced yeah. it. He produced it. Someone else directed it. Adam McKay. It. And he helped write it. And so Adam McKay has also filmed uh, movies like The Big Short. Never seen that. It's uh, sophisticated about the- uh, You've like, seen it? The mortgage-backed securities and the financial downturn of 2008. Oh, what was that called again? The, the Big, Big Short. Short. I think someone told me that I would There's like some that. good movies in that. Or good actors. You would that like it. That did come out. You would like sh- it. Like, when, when did After that? After 08. It came out probably yeah, a couple years ago, though. I mean, maybe like no, probably like 13, 14. 2013, 14. That's like four years ago. Uh, so he also Five. directed Step Brothers, which fucking love Step Brothers. I mean, oh my gosh. He did The Other Guys, which is so funny. If you haven't seen that... You I have like to see that movie. No, I like that. With him and... Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Which yeah, they Mark do Wahlberg. a great job together. Yeah. They're so funny. You know, Will Ferrell is so good with other and actors. And Step Brothers. I like him. Who's that? Step uh, Brothers. Who's, who's with him and Step Brothers? He deserves more recognition He in does. He's he is so, so funny. He's so good. I think that that pairing... Because you know Talladega Nights is one of my oh. favorite movies. And he also directed Talladega Nights. Oh, did he? Yeah. And The Campaign. I don't know if you've ever seen The Campaign. I like that movie. That, that movie is funny. This with Will Ferrell too. With Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis. He has a funny character. Yeah, he does have a funny character. Yeah. So that's a little bit about the director. Judd Apatow is the producer. So he's also done a bunch of like funny stuff. He's yeah. hilarious. And Will Ferrell is one of my favorite actors. I keep picking movies that I love the star in. Will Ferrell's just amazing Saturday Night Live. You know, he lives in L.A. He was born in Irvine, California. He did, I think the highest grossing film he did was the Lego movie. I don't know. Really? Yeah, which is Lego? interesting. Never, I know, isn't that interesting? I didn't even know he was in that. And then he, uh, he, the next one was Elf. You like Elf? I do like Elf. It's getting to be I, close to December. No, it's. So it, watch I've that already movie. been listening to Christmas music. Actually, the... Oh, before Thanksgiving. Right after everyone. Halloween, I said, let's put our Christmas tree up. So it's, our, it's been up all of our Christmas decorations. Already? Up. You already and it's, it um, okay. I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's not even a. Also, Robert, or, uh, Will Ferrell went to University of Southern California. And, uh, you know, he was in like Blades of Glory. Have you seen that? So funny. That's such a funny movie, oh, too. So funny. The other acting there is really funny. And uh, do he, you remember the boner scene with Will Ferrell? Yes. You know, that was his boner, like straight up. What? That was his actual... No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Sticking out that no, it Yes, wasn't. it was. No. Yes, it. it was. No. He got a hard-on for that scene. You can smile at me all you want and act like no he way. didn't. Go back and watch it. All right, so... Wait, how, did you confirm that? <laughs> or are you just saying that? Did it's, you like research this and it was like one of those things you talked about? Yeah, you know, for the scene. Uh, I didn't research it. It's just because it looks blatantly so obvious. No, it was. It's trend. blatantly obvious. Trend. It's blatantly obvious. What do you think it was? Like a microphone down there, or no? But dude, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so a little bit more about his character, Ron Burgundy. Yeah. Um, I somebody call uh, described him as, and tell me if you agree with this: calm, selfless, sweet, gentle, serious. Ignorant, curious, adventurous, wise, loyal, smart, obnoxious, and sometimes impatient. Someone described Will Ferrell as that? As Ron Burgundy, that. Oh, yeah. And also uh, Christina Applegate's in it. Yeah, she's good. So she's in Employee of the Month. She's been in Friends. She's Wait, been Employee of the Month, is that with... Yeah, Dane Cook. Dane Cook. What is she... Where does she play in that movie? I actually don't remember. But she's in it. I don't. It's got. It's it's in her IMDb. Did uh, she uh, direct it? No, I don't think she. I think she was just in in it in general. She was also in the Muppets. (laughs) Have you seen that? No. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Is it like a cartoon in real life thing? Pretty much. And uh, yeah, she's actually an actress. And I also didn't know she was a dancer, but she is. She's she's like done a bunch of stuff. Oh really? She's been on Broadway. Uh, she's got um, a Tony Award, Best Actress Award, and a musical. She you oh, know, and then okay. there's Paul Rudd. Who Paul Rudd, I love hilarious. him. I was I forgot to mention him earlier. He's really good. He um, have you seen This Is Forty? Yeah, that's a little interesting because those movies with um, Knocked Up and even. Um, because you know, knocked What's with up, the babies? knocked up uh, Seth Rogen and that one girl get together, and he is the dad of the the daughters and the wife. And knocked up same family is in this is forty. Oh, I They're know They're the same kids and the kids are older about. and stuff. I love that little aspect. So, of do it. you think this is forty was good? I thought it was good. I just liked I I really liked the transition with that family. I like that family. And uh, knocked up, so I think it was a good transition. And they got older and stuff. Aren't those her daughters or something like that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess it, we have. Well, we're not discussing that movie. But no, but I think I do like that movie. I think Paul Rudd it, he does a great job at his characters. Yeah, he does have a, his, he does have a good character. His Sex Panther, you know. Yeah, they were all a little cologne. a little crazy in that movie, but um, they were. They're even their main so, characters that they, especially when Paul Rudd plays a d- different kinds of character. Will Ferrell always plays a goofy guy. Though. If I did have a critique, mine would be: I love Steve Carell, but I didn't like his character that much. I didn't either, but I do love uh, I do love his character. I think that he would have done a lot better if he uh, could have done what he his right. character his maybe his Michael Scott right like if he what. Was I guess The Office was out by then. I think it was. He could have easily done his Michael Scott, and it I'm actually been not sure. Perfect, but he he. I love Steve Carell. I just him as Brick. It was hard, you know. Yeah, no, I know. And then David Kochner was the guy with the cowboy hat. His name was Champ. Yeah, he's funny. He's also in The Office. Uh huh. He plays in there. He is just as immature in The Office as he is. In he's that. he's pretty funny he, though. He, he's he's done he got that, hired because he's that immature kind of guy. I think he's been. I think he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Have you seen that? No, he wasn't in. He wasn't in that. You're thinking of someone else. Are you sure? Similar. Okay. Damn. We'll get that ironed out later. <laughs> uh, also, what I thought was hilarious was Ron Burgundy. I just thought he was able to wear. You remember the scene where he's hitting on Veronica and he's wearing literally an orange bathrobe with tidy whitey underwear, uh, and he's just wearing it with such confidence the first time he hits on her the first time he hits on her the reason i should have got that question right and i didn't but yes i yes, do agree five five, he five, does yes. he does he has so much confidence but in they're that at outfit. that party and he's one of those people that's the funniest thing about him he's kind of like a um 
Austin Powers character. <laughs> kind of, he I has know. that aura. He does. And he really just <laughs> pushes it to the limits. I he really so. does. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, that's kind of all I have for directors and cast. I was okay. going to think about getting into our favorite scenes. Actually, you know, I kind of wanted to make this about tidbits of the movie have just a section of little things that happen in it favorite little parts because yeah. there's so many parts but yeah let's get into it i got a lot well in fact let me bring up my notes right here for this one. all right well let me start out while you're doing that did you know you know who john ham is right i don't oh he really i i, he, I would if you describe him he's in the um he's in a lot of stuff but him and adam who is he in this movie Oh, he's not in this movie. He just helped write it. I was going to oh, say, him and Adam Scott weren't in the movies, but they were listed as writers. Um, and that's thanks to Paul Rudd, because Paul Rudd knows them. Oh. And at the time, he was uh, John Hamm was roommates with Paul Rudd. Oh, really? And just look him up later. But Ron Burgundy um, said that this was his most satisfying character ever, playing like uh, Ron Burgundy. Oh, Will Ferrell said that? Will Ferrell said that. Oh, wow. So go ahead with your favorite scene. So uh, no, I was going to talk about. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of really really funny scenes, which is why I like that you said the tidbit thing. Okay, because one of the first things that makes me laugh so hard is when he's um, it just shows his face. He's like, "Attention, everybody! Yeah. I've got a very important message for all of you." He's like, "Cannonball!" Yeah, he just zooms out. And he's just at a pool, and, and then the cannonball. The exact next With scene. His drink. The next scene, his hair is like perfectly dry. Yeah, he's he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> remember even in that one scene when he's he gets called to come back and rescue the day. He's like all drunk and been uh-huh. messed up. He goes in the bathroom for like two seconds. He and he's back perfect. Out. Yeah. He he got so offended when uh, Veronica said <laughs> his hair looked bad. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, that was. He's hilarious. all about his hair. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I know. But those are some good movies. What was one of your favorite scenes? The jazz flute scene. Absolutely. Yeah. It was so perfect. Yeah. With the fire coming, like him blowing the fire out. Yeah. I I wonder if that took him one se- try or if that took him like a bunch of tries, but he just nails it. It's I don't so know, good. It from so many different angles. He nails <laughs> it. like does it and shows it. It's so good. Multiple times. I love um, some of my favorite scenes. Where when they all were in the alley and they all came out. Are you talking about the? Yeah, okay. You talking about the fight? Like you know, the systems are flawed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they don't take into consideration homes that have two televisions. Uh, Vince Vaughn. (laughs) They're just trying to. (laughs) Yeah, they're just trying to discredit the the rating system. And they're all fighting for their own territory. Yeah, there were. It's like a gang, is what they're trying to make it seem to be. And Ben Stiller had his gang, and Vince Vaughn had his gang, and then. You know, there was the Channel 4 news team. And there were 24 people in that fight. I don't know if you know, but they were just killing each other with, like, grenades and, and oh, I know. tridents. And, I know. That was crazy. Though. And Obviously, Brick was- killed some guy. <laughs> and, and the police, the sign that I'll do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, did you have any other favorite scenes? Yeah, I loved uh, that fighting scene. I loved... um the jazz flute scene, obviously. Yeah. That's and one of my favorite scenes. We love music. So anything yeah. when it actually is good music and it's original and you've never heard it before and it's right and it's a joke. I mean, it hits, hits it everywhere. They had just so many cameos. You know, Jack Black was in it. Jack Where? Black? When was he You in don't it? know who Jack Black is? No, I do know who he is, but I don't know when he was in it. Where, he kicked the dog, Baxter, off the bridge. 
Oh yeah, the biker. Yeah. The biker. <laughs> and then the dog miraculously comes back in the end. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. Comes and saves the day. I know, it's so good. And I mean, did you have any other favorite favorite scenes? That was kind of it for you know, me. They were all they were all good. I think that um the so afternoon over- delight scene was probably my Yeah. Uh, like it said, the they did such a good job with it. So what what do you give the movie out of five stars? I would probably give it a three three point five. You're giving it a three three five. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm teetering on a three three five. And like I said, I love I love this movie, but I there's so many Will Ferrell movies that I'll just jump to, like Tom Digging Nights or something. And we were even talking about the other guys. I know you love that movie. I love that movie too, but I don't know, Mark Wahlberg. I just what, really don't like it, him in that movie. I like him in other movies. I can't I believe you're like, saying that to me. I just don't like him. So in what such... movies would you say is Will Ferrell's best? I think uh, Talladega Nights is up there. I haven't, I need to, I should have probably done this. One of your top is Talladega Nights. And oh, yeah. what else? Um, I, I really like Step Brothers. So those are ahead of yes. Anchorman, yeah. ahead of... Pretty Blades of Glory. Everything. I think Blades of Glory of, is up there for sure. Oh, it's so funny. Blades of Glory is definitely up there. But him and Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg and the I other like, guys isn't, and I like isn't Mark good Wahlberg, enough. But um, I do. The movie's funny, but would I just jump to it? You know what's funny about that movie is sometimes I'll see it on the guide, and I always miss. I always switch to this other movie that I think Instead? is the other guys, and it's not. Oh, it's some other show, and I'm like. Oh man! I was gonna see the other guy. I guess not. And, I, and I, it's a movie that I'll flick to. So you will watch it. I'll yeah. definitely watch it. And they're all good. Like I said, they're, they're but they're still behind. If I'm giving it, you know, anything over a two stars, I'll probably watch anything over. If I'm gonna, if I hate it, it's probably like a zero. Okay, gotcha. Well, I gave it a four out of five. One of those great movies. Yeah. Greatest. I like, will probably do the three point five. You say three five? Three point five. But and I would give like even Talladega Nights. I would think it'd be like a four, four point five. Really? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah, you're. I just love those. But it's one of those, you know, is it my favorite movie of all time? Five stars. Five stars. You said that about Lords of Dark Town. That's one of my movies that I just love. Okay. And I'll always watch it. And so is Talladega Nights. That's why it's right behind it, like a 4.5. Something like that. This movie is one of those things. I just don't really watch it. I won't go out of my way to watch it that often. I understand. Every time I watch it, it's hilarious. I know. It's funny. It puts a smile on my face. It does put a smile on my face. So. Let's end it like that. Third one in the book. Third one in the book.